turn it into the KDK9 show. I'm here every Sunday from noon to two. I'm your nooner on Sundays. And Ellie, how is the bikey's doing? We are up 10 to zero. Cousins is throwing bullets. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. Well, they would protect him, and that would have been a weak link all the time, the people around him. I know. I give him three seconds in the pocket, and they've been doing that. They've been consistent. So if he gets a little bit of time, we can keep doing pass plays. Yay, yay, yay. Why do mummies like the holidays? Why do mummies like the holidays, Dr. Jess? Um, Because they are gift-wrapped. Ooh, you're, that's pretty close. Uh, what do you think? Well, that's a that's a really good one. Uh, <laughs> maybe forget what my answer's going to be. That's just, that works. Yeah, it works. They're gift wrapping. Okay, because of all the wrappings. Because of oh, all the wrappings. Yeah, why do mummies like the holidays? Because of all the wrappings. That's Stanley's favorite part of the holidays, too. He He doesn't even want his own gift. He just wants to quietly tear apart all the wrapping paper. Uh, he doesn't eat it. He just tears it into pieces. Oh, yeah. Best part. Yeah. Jeez. He loves it. It's crunchy. Crunchy, crunchy. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So let's go back. We actually lost. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, that no. was Cindy. She wanted to deal with the yeah. lip smacking at night, which I was really interested in because that drives me nuts. Stanley yeah. does it. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll tell dr- her what yeah. to do anyway. Yeah. Well, please. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. We, we don't need to have somebody listening. Yes. <laughs> to yeah. Tell people what to do. <laughs> well, hey, she can podcast it. There you go. There you go. Okay. So. Okay, so, um, so, so this is such a common thing. Um, dogs waking up in the middle of the night, they sit up in the bed, they're licking their lips, lick, lick, lick. And they're, sometimes they're just kind of lip smacking or they look like they're licking their nose and they're, sometimes they're swallowing a lot. Okay, and, yeah. Um, and so that is basically indigestion. Um, there's probably a, if you look at um, like the Chinese calendar of the organs, there's probably a good reason why it typically happens between three and four o'clock in the morning. Okay. We got Cindy back, just so you know. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Is okay, she, go Is she listening? Cindy. Yes, I am. Oh, there okay, we go. Good. Okay, so here I mean, go. regardless, it's it's a very annoying thing to have happen, but it's very typical of indigestion. Okay. So, um, dry food is a fairly indigestible for dogs. Right. And so that's something that you could consider... Um, you know, changing. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, I would use uh, Animal Essentials is an herbal company that makes organic herbal blends for dogs and cats. One of their blends is called Healthy Gut. Uh, And so uh, the herbs are all organic. This one is made of chicory, marshmallow, fennel, and yucca. And so basically that's kind of what you need for a Stomach-oriented gut soother. Um, it is a glycerin extract, so that basically means it's going to be in a dropper bottle. It's a liquid tincture, but there's no alcohol in it, so you can put it directly into your dog's mouth. Uh, it says for dogs under... Okay, whatever that says. Very small print. It's co- put your glasses on. For that? dogs under 30 pounds, it says 0.25 to 0.5 mil. Uh, once a day however like when when the dog is so small so for a toy poodle for example i would suggest giving um two or three drops at bedtime okay um and then the other thing that i would do is increase the amount of fat in the dog's diet so fat is a necessary nutrient fat helps soothe the gastrointestinal tract and so at bedtime give your dog a fatty snack you can use coconut oil you can use greek yogurt you can use four percent cottage cheese uh you can use almond butter 
Um, you can use tripe. Raw green tripe is excellent for this kind of job. Basically, you know, you poke your head in your fridge and, and say, gosh, what do I have? Mm-hmm. And the, you know, and, you know, how much coconut oil, how much Greek yogurt do you give your dog? A spoonful. Okay. But with the, the extra virgin coconut oil, if it's not used to it, that makes them, they get the Hershey squirts with that. Perhaps. You could start with, if you look at your dog and you're like, oh gosh, you are awfully small. You could start with a quarter of a teaspoon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you can experiment so with that, to like, yeah, yeah, to find kind of the amount that will help your dog get through the night. With extra virgin coconut oil, or I read once, uh, is, if you agree, is a, it's one teaspoon per 10 pounds body weight. Right. Yep. Okay. Right. And a teaspoon is not very much. No. But you can start with less than that if you've And that's not a heaping before. teaspoon, you know, because it's different if it's solid, you know, or if it's liquid. Yeah, I guess I always use the solid stuff. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and so so that is where I would start. You know, other things to consider would be, um, I mean, the food is is a biggie. So we talked about food. We talked about using this herbal blend as a stomach soother uh, because it contains fennel, chicory, marshmallow. Like those things are are kind to the stomach lining. Adding fat, and then if he's never been to a chiropractor, now would be an excellent time to go. Okay. Okay. A chiropractor for the dog. dogs. Well, it could be for you, but <laughs> uh, there's oh, yeah, yeah. If you look on on my website, there's uh, on the favorites page. There's there's videos about how to get started with raw feeding. There's a list of animal yeah. chiropractors. There's all sorts of stuff on that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And how do you how what's your uh, website? Holistic Vet Care dot com. Got that. And I know as far as these herbal tinctures, I know you can buy them directly from Animal Essentials. So you just go to animalessentials.com mm-hmm. or they carry them up at Canine Crossing in Andover. Okay. Animalessentials.com. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I will definitely. Yes, yeah, a puzzler. I think that might work. So All right. All right, I continue to listen. Okay. And then I, I, if I can just wrap it up with a quick Halloween joke. Sure. Oh, please do. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Uh-oh. So why couldn't the... Skeleton get the pumpkin pregnant because he has a Halloweenie. Ah! <laughs> Alrighty, thank you. Thank you. Thank thank you. you. <laughs> I like that one. That was clever. <laughs> that was clever. That was a little that risque. Yeah, got the answer. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. Oh, oh, that's so you didn't funny. have to hit the dump button on that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I'm always listening though. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Oh, wow. Oh, where are we at? Uh, while we run the break and then come back and then we'll pick up the call, then we want to talk about anxiety in our pets, okay? Whereas you got a nervous Nelly, you got a dog that just won't settle down. Um, yeah, just anxiety in general, okay? We'll be back. Oh, wait a minute. I better. I forgot. I'm in a hurry here and then I'm not going to give him another joke. Okay. Your joke got stolen. Yeah, it did. <laughs> what, what do you. Yeah, that joke was good. What do you call a skeleton that rests all the day? What do you call a skeleton that rests all day? Be back. Hello. Hello. Yes, you're listening to the KDK9 Show. I'm here. You're there. I appreciate you spending your Sunday afternoon with me. And we got Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet. Uh, Dr. Levy, can you give out your info how to get a hold of you? Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. There we go. What do you call a skeleton that rests all day? What do you think, Ellie? Well, that's a lazy bones, that is. Ding, ding, ding. Lazy bones. Lazy bones. 
Still thinking of Halloween. <laughs> My mom used to prescribe me with lazy bones. What? When I was a kid, she'd tell me, like, "What are your bones lazy today? Really? Yeah, I thought it was funny. Every day. Every day I have lazy bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, there's a couple mornings where, you know, everything is just right. You're in the perfect position. You don't want to move. You're just so comfortable. And then the alarm goes off. And it's like, no, no, no. Now I have to move to shut it off. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Where are we at? Well, next up, we have Sherry, who's got an asthmatic cat on prednisone, who's still sneezing up a storm. Ah, asthmatic cat. Okay, hi there. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. How old is your pupper? Our cat, I mean? Um, she's 14. 14. Okay, what food do you feed her? Um, she's on the Tiki Cat Ooh, nice. After Dark. Okay. Um, it's like shreds of stuff. So. Okay. Okay. Um, that's the thing she really likes. And okay. then we also have her on um, dry food just a little bit with, um, uh, um, trying to remember the name of it. I think it's the Royal Canaan Renal. That's the okay. uh, um, okay. doctors. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. What do you think, Dr. Jess? Okay. So uh, what else is she getting besides the food? Um, just water. <laughs> okay, wait, so start over. She uh, she has asthma? Yes, they put her on the prednisone about three years ago, and they've got me now giving it to her every other day. Oh, so she is on prednisone. every day. That's kind of what I meant. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and what else does she get besides prednisone? Um, no other medications. Okay. Any supplements? No. Okay. And uh, uh, why is she on the specific dry food? Because her sister is, unfortunately. that's We put it down and she eats it instead. <laughs> okay. Okay. And that's for kidney issues? Yes. The other one has um, just the beginning of kidney problems, so they wanted to try and stop it in its tracks. Mm-hmm. Is it working? So far, so good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, obviously, you know, getting rid of the dry food would be useful. So have you seen any asthma attacks since she's been on prednisone? Um, just the sneezing. And for some reason, it's gotten much worse in the last week or so. Okay. Um, so what are your, are you doing like air quality controls in your house? We do, um, we have like a couple of air purifiers. Okay. And we use a certain kind of filter in the furnace that's supposed to help also. Okay. So is that about when you turn the heat on or something like that? Yes. Okay. Um, so uh, you could use something like a negative ion emitter. Uh, negative okay. Negative ion emitters are little devices that you can, um, I mean, I know you can buy them on Amazon. I don't really know where else you would get them. Um, but, but basically most allergens are positively charged. And so negative ion emitters will counteract those positively charged allergens. Okay. Um, a tabletop fountain, moving water also blows off negative ions as it moves. Oh, interesting. And okay, so she has a, um, in the water that they drink, it's from a fountain. Okay. Is it, is it running constantly? Yes. Okay. All right. So that's probably helping. Um, is okay. that is that in the room where they spend the most amount of time? Um, it's in the room where they 
do most where, where they have their food. But right, no. but, but when you're hanging out with your cats, are you hanging out in the same room where the food and water is? Um, next to it, but not in that particular room. Okay, because that, that's not going to spread very far, right? Right. Um, sodium, oh, okay. sodium lamps also emit negative ions. Those uh, oh. crystal... Um, yeah, those orange things that yeah. look like rocks. Yep, okay. Yep. You put a lamp inside yep. it. Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah, so those are also helpful. But honestly, you need to pay attention to your cat's immune system, right? Because asthma and allergies are all about the immune system. Um, so, uh, things that I use for something like this, um, I would introduce some raw food. I would use standard process feline immune system support and give your cat one tablet every day. You can give it as a treat or you can crush it and mix it in with the canned food or wet food. I would use that. And then since she's, since the sneezing has amped up recently, I would use something that has a quick immune system pick me up a.k.a. something containing echinacea. And I'm pretty sure the Animal Essentials line of herbal blends, I'm pretty sure they've got, they probably have one called Seasonal Allergies or something like that. That, okay. will, that will have echinacea in it as one of the ingredients. The nice, the nice reason to use those for cats is because they're organic tinctures, so they're liquid in, yeah, in a dropper bottle. It's easier yeah. to give cats. They, uh, If you, you know, look on the label you can find the ones that don't contain alcohol so you don't have to try to get rid of the alcohol before you give it to your cat and the dose for a cat is going to be you know two drops twice a day so it's it's not uh you know super intense how do you know if you you're actually getting a drop that's what I have because I get the dropper in there, but I can't tell how much I'm squeezing. Well, just, I mean, you kind of, you or know, his tongue gets in a way because, because because this is in a in a tableau, and so your cat is holding perfectly still, yeah, yeah. and your hands not shaking, and your aim is perfect, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you can count the drops that are going from the dropper right. into the cat's mouth, right? Because life is perfect that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's because how that works. <laughs> now my cat with a K, I was giving him some drops, and it said two drops and more two. Yeah. I'm like. So you fill up kind of the bottom of the dropper, you grab the cat, you crank the mouth open, you squeeze the dropper, you hope some of it goes into the cat. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That that all works great. I mean, with, with herbs, especially something like echinacea, you don't have to worry about, oh my Over. gosh, I gave too much. Okay. You're not going to run into that kind of situation. Okay. But it is that is probably the, the easiest thing to do. Um, if you can't find those types of supplements, you can go to your local health food store. You can get echinacea and marshmallow in uh, tablets or capsules. And then for a cat, you would attempt to give something like 10% of the recommended human dose. Okay. And it just depends on what the human dose is. If you can kind of, you know, shave off a little, you know, a little 10th piece of a tablet or something like that. Um, But, you know, again, you don't have to have exact dosing with these herbs because they're very safe. So echinacea is your quick immune system boost pick-me-up. And marshmallow is very soothing to the respiratory tract. This is marshmallow, the herb. Right. Not, <laughs> not marshmallows. Right. Not um, the ones we're putting over the fire tonight. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, putting in your hot chocolate. Right, there you go. So, so it, it, marshmallow helps to increase the mucus lining of mucous membranes, which makes them less irritated. Ah, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just think, you know, you turn the heat on now, there's all sorts of crud flying through yes. the air. And yep. So fresh irritants kind of blowing around. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Does that help you? Yes, thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Because now, and uh, now, heads up, folks. The furnace has gone on, <laughs> right? And so now you better make sure you get your mega six threes and sixes up and going. Because just as our skin gets dry, our pets, dogs and cats, get dry. And with the cats especially, if you just get them off of dry food and get them onto some raw, some good, grain-free, good grain-free canned foods, that will help a lot with their coat too. But mm-hmm. this, the extra virgin coconut oil, you put that like on their paw, the cat's paw, and let them lick it off there. Um, you know, the whole thing is, is that just stay, uh, now, I usually tell people once the furnace is on, like, for good, if from... Uh, then to when you turn it off, you should try to get omega threes and sixes at least five days a week into the the animals mm-hmm. for their yeah. coat. Yeah, that's a good goal, and that's a good thing to mention. I leave coconut oil and butter out for my cat okay. all the time. And with all the dogs, they don't get it. No, they can't reach the countertop. Ah, at least okay. that part of the countertop. Yeah. <laughs> but I just have a little dish sitting out with you know, uh, like an inch sized chunk of butter on one side and a big spoonful of coconut oil on the other side. And when they're gone, I. Wash the dish and put out fresh stuff. Here you go. Um, but yeah, I think too, uh, like we just turned our heat on because we finally got our ducts cleaned. Oh, okay. So we are two humans, six dogs, and a cat. And I don't dare turn the heat on until we get our air ducts cleaned. Oh, no kidding. God knows what's in there. I, yes. I, in my mind, it's something that's probably, you know, would just catch fire. <laughs> um, but I know a lot of people, you know, I don't know what they tell you to do for home maintenance. A lot of people might only get their ducts cleaned every five years or every 10 years oh, or yeah. maybe never. And so when you turn your heat on, all Push. sorts of stuff is blowing out yep, of there. Yeah. No kidding. You brought up earlier too, washing the. Di- uh, I was going to bring this up a couple of weeks ago. Is that please be mindful of washing your dogs and cats' dishes? A daily thing would be nice, uh, especially dogs. They got a lot of slime that can set into those bowls and can get them sick, unhealthy. All right, so be mindful of washing. Um, you know, I'm now I'm not a. I don't. I retired my dishwasher like 30 years ago. I wash my dishes by hand. I couldn't take, but anyway. And so the thing is, is that you got to remember, there's chemicals when you wash them in the dishwasher mm-hmm. that might get a you know adhere to the to the dish. And mm-hmm. so I'm I would hand wash my. Uh, if I, I if I was using a dishwasher, I would hand wash them um, and, and try to do it daily. Why not? At the end of the day, you know, it's dinner time, wash the bowl, and then the bowl is ready for the next morning. You know, same with the water. Don't forget the water, the bowl to wash that. Um, another thing people don't think of, you know, a lot of people use a Kong, you know, to put stuff in. When's the last time you washed it? Oh, yeah. Okay. And so that's why you got to get a good bottle brush. You can get in there and get that scrubbed up because that for sure, don't put it in the dishwasher because there again, the chemicals of all the soaps that are blah, blah, blah. And the, remember, this is going to your dog's mouth. All right. Right. And so, it's made of rubber too. Yes. So which is porous. Mm hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah, why. That's true. Make sure you bottle, get a good bottle brush and wash those Kongs or anything that you put food into. A lot of people aren't mindful of that. As far as to wash the dog or the cat dishes. Yeah. <laughs> Those of us that don't have dishwashers yeah. are used to washing everything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, so that's why, like I said, please. Because at, at night I wash uh, Adeline. Well, no, I guess it's mostly Adeline's dish gets washed in the morning before breakfast. That's what it gets washed. And then. Yeah. At, at yeah, we, yeah. We feed the dogs at night. And so then you just collect yeah. up all the dishes. They go in the sink. They get yeah. washed. Yep. Yeah. So be very mindful of that. People don't think of that. And please, like I say, don't, you do it by hand. 
so uh, that there's not all the chemicals. Like, you know, I always use Dawn. So that's good for everything. Yeah. Getting grease Mrs. out of this. We and use the Mrs. Myers dish soap. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got yeah, that, that too. Pretty that safe. stuff smells better too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some, that's very some true. Some of the scents. Some of the scents. <laughs> anyway, it could be whatever. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about anxiety in dogs and possibly cats. What did the boy ghost ask the girl ghost? What did the boy ghost ask the girl ghost? We'll be back. Imagine me, Dracula, barely able to lift myself out of my coffin. I was tired, out of shape. Chasing humans and sucking their blood was draining me. But then I joined the YMCA. It was like night and darker night. My energy and well-being have improved. I can't see myself in the mirror, but people tell me I look less stressed. And it was definitely the Vi that helped me. I'd stake my life on it. Wait, forget I said that. Join the Vi at ViMCANorth.org. All right, we're winding her down. What's the score over there, ma'am? We're holding at 10-0, and 0, but uh, Green Bay's got the ball in there in the field goal range. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay, what did the boy ghost ask the girl ghost? Will you go to the Halloween dance with me? <laughs> boo <Are> you- mine. <laughs> what? Like be mine, but boo mine. Boo mine. Oh, look at that. That's pretty good. Does my butt look fat in this? <laughs> <laughs> no. Will you be my ghoul friend? Oh, there you go. Will you be my oh, ghoul? I thought there was a difference between ghosts and ghouls. Yeah, Not up in my mo- terminology. I didn't see here. Right, that's true. Ghosts and ghouls are two different things. I don't think they? so. And there's also uh, wisps or <laughs> wraiths. Yes. Yes. The wraiths are their own yes. thing. Yes. And mm-hmm. harpies and orcs and all sorts of things. Yeah. Now we're getting into D&D. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just go back to ghosts? <laughs> Amino Coprande. Sure. <laughs> sure. Thank you for that by my brain. But anyway. Okay. Anxiety. Here we go. Right. So I was wondering, Katie. Yes. Um, I've seen like a, I think an increase in people coming in and telling me that their dogs have anxiety. Yeah. And... Um, I honestly, like, I don't know how humans get diagnosed with anxiety. Maybe just go to your doctor and tell them you feel anxious. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there's, it seems to be like an increasing thing or I'm seeing more of this now than I used to. All right. And, um, of course, you know, people usually want to know one or two of two things. And those things are how much CBD should I give my dog? And is there a pill for this? Or what do I give my dog mm-hmm. for this anxiety problem right. that the dog has? Right. So um, so I wanted to get your take on that. Like, are you seeing, like, are the dogs actually more anxious? Or are you seeing more people who come in saying that their dogs are anxious? What is going on? <laughs> well, obviously, genetics can play a part, you know, who the personality of the dog, you know, sure. is. But reality, I feel it's a lot more of the human because humans have got more anxiety and dogs are really good at picking up on us, our smells. You know, when they live with us, every emotion has a smell as far as whether you're really happy, kind of happy, sort of happy, really ca- mad, kind of mm-hmm. mad, sort of mad, really uh, riddled with anxiety, not so much and a little bit. Okay. And so that I, I feel that, you know, it's society in general is are a little bit more on the nervous side. And I think the dogs pick up on that. But with that being said, is that you you don't 
take care of things with drugs. Yes, drugs come into play, but that's the first card that they want to play. Instead of working with maybe what jobs have you been asking your dog to do? Dogs, especially a smart dog, very smart dogs, if they don't have anything to do, they'll find something. And it may not agree with what you had in mind, (laughs) like a potholder. So that's why the, the more busy mentally your dog is the big thing is is and people they they get home from work they want to sit down and be still the dog has been sleeping all day waiting for you to get home and here comes the dog and you're just kind of like oh just relax and let me settle down and it doesn't happen like when you have two-legged kids you have home come home from work daddy daddy mommy mommy and they're all over you and you're just kind of like oh just let get away leave me be you know is there something drugs we can give these kids so they're not so you know they'll leave me alone <laughs> so they i probably are yeah, oh yeah definitely and so that's the thing is that you got you got to be realistic with the whole situation everybody wants a pill for something to chill mostly and so that what we're at reality it is is making the dog think. I a lot of like I work a lot with um uh shy timid dogs. And what the problem is is most people keep them stuck because they don't they go oh they're there it's okay. It's like no they're not okay. They're scared. They're looking for a leader. Okay, mm-hmm. are you going to recoil so now you're not much of a leader? So why should I follow that? Now I'm really scared because you don't have your poop in a group. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then say, with anxiety dogs, it's usually people are like, you know, knock it off. Or uh, because the dog will take it out on other things. Like maybe so it could be barking. It could be digging. It could be jumping. It could be, you know, destructive behavior. Okay? Whereas they're trying to do something, you know, give me something to do. I find by putting dogs, something as simple as tricks, every week a dog should learn one new thing. One new thing every week. But people most often, what they do is they do the same thing over and over and over. And it's redundant. Okay? And so what happens is a a bored dog, that's a a good dog, a, a smart dog, gets bored. And so then all of a sudden it shows up in other ways. Give me something to do. Give me something to do. Give me something to do. That's true, though. And I I sympathize with that because I I don't have a creative brain when it comes to these things. And so my dog knows how to sit down and stand. Uh And and I I did teach her to crawl, like you told me. Oh, good. Sneak. And then then after that, I get a little stuck. What else should I be asking (laughs) her to do besides not chew up the potholder? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Which was too late for the potholder. But yeah. But see, like the the biggest thing for really making a dog focus and hold a thought is doing stays. You know, like let's say it's something as simple. You got a hallway. It could be like an eight foot hallway. It doesn't have to be a gigantic hallway. You get to the, the, the end of the hallway, sit, wait. Go down to the end of the hallway, get done what you got to do, come back. Okay, we're done. Let's go. You're right. And give them little details. Let's say you're cooking. Make them have them. Every dog should have, especially if they're a busy dog, should have their place that you can send them to, whether it's a rug, a mat, whatever. You know, place, and that dog should hit to that place. And now he's on his place. Thank you. Now, either wait if I'm going to be releasing him across the room or mm-hmm. stay mm-hmm. if I'm going to return to him to release him. Okay, so now what happens is that you're giving, you're cutting the food in the kitchen and stuff like that. You don't have the dog underfoot. 
you know, okay, you know, he's got his place. He now he he has a job to fulfill, which is maintaining his place. He cannot move, even though it looks like he's doing nothing physically. Well, technically, that he's not. <laughs> Mentally, the dog is going. Mm-hmm. When's it going to be done? When's this going to be done? When am I going to be able to move? You know what I mean? And so that's stimulating his brain. So then by the time you do get done, and let's say it's fifteen minutes after you get done chopping up apples and blah blah blah, and so uh, and then you release him, and the dog goes, "Oh, thank God, I got to go take a nap." That was tough that he had to remain still for 15 minutes. You know, uh, uh, the you uh, the longest sit stay that you want to do to a dog is like a minute. Uh, that's it. But a down stay, you can build to 30 minutes, 45 minutes. They can do it while you are doing things. And they may fall asleep, but if you, you watch the ears, the yeah. ears are following the mm-hmm. motion, even though it looks like they're not, they're, they're attentive and they're waiting. Is what they're right. doing. So, so a big part of managing a dog with allergy is thinking about what what we as the dog owners need to be doing so that our dogs don't experience as much anxiety. So, a lot of dogs develop anxiety because they're if the humans aren't in charge, then that position is left open, yes. and the dog will step in. Yes, and they do lousy as leadership. Yeah, <laughs> and so that. I always think of it as the reason that we have dogs as pets. I mean, dogs are quite powerful. They have big teeth. They have big toenails. Mm-hmm. A 45-pound dog can pull a human off their feet. Mm-hmm. And so the reason that we can have these predators as pets is because 99% of them don't want to be in charge. Yes. And so all that has to happen is a human steps up and says, well, I'm going to be in charge. The dog says, whew, thank God. Yep. Um, and the one percent of dogs that do want to be in charge end up getting euthanized because yes. we don't tolerate that kind of yep. behavior from a very powerful species that right. could potentially kill us. Right. Um, and, but I think then you have so if ninety nine percent of dogs don't want to be in charge, but nobody's in charge, then that's left up to the dog, and then that puts them in this state of anxiety yes. because you know they're they're not leadership material yeah. but if the human isn't leadership material either yeah <laughs> now now nobody's flying the ship basically mm-hmm. and so that's where i think it's up to the pet owner to say you know instead of what pill can i give my dog how do i have to behave so that my dog can look at me and say oh you got this all right i can relax yes. now yes yes so that is so that is part of it but the other thing that i wanted to ask you is um, I mean, I have people come in with dogs that they've had for years. I mean, I had Chico for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, you get these highly anxious dogs, whether it's because they're puppy mill dogs or rescues or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and these dogs have like long standing anxiety that lasts for years. So, like, what is the missing piece? What has the human not done enough of or... Um, well, like, like yeah, I said, like, what's, student- what's your take on those dogs? Cause I'll bet some of the people that you have coming in with shy dogs have like the new rescue. I just adopted it from blah, blah rescue that got it from a puppy mill or from some other state. But some of these people have to have had their dogs for quite a while. Yep. Yeah. Well, the ones that come through the system as far as from puppy mills, they used to be breeder dogs. All they know is how to pump out puppies. Sure. They don't know about sounds of the home. They don't know about stairs. They don't know anything. And uh, and everybody has a thing in their head. Well, why not? Well, because they never experienced the stairs mm-hmm, and never experienced mm-hmm. the sound of a furnace kicking in and out or a car or a truck. And so that's all experiences. And so it takes baby steps to teach them by you being a strong leader and getting them to look to you for direction. And people just want them for two weeks, give them hugs and kisses, and all, all should be better. Now go fetch, right. fetch a toy. These dogs have never seen toys. 
They have never seen anything like that. And so getting a puppy mill dog, I, I applaud you for, you know what I mean, the, the breeder dogs, uh, for going down that route. But I don't think people realize the frustration that happens. And then when you feel frustrated, the dog picks up on that frustration also. Okay, but dogs like, you know, like, okay, like Chico. You don't know really the past, but you can't do anything about the past. Right. All you can do is that here's this dog. How can I move you forward? All right. And so like with Chico, my take on Chico, Chico would have put a perfect dog for just a just a single, being a single dog. You know, he, I, some dogs' personalities, too busy, too busy, too busy. And so they kind of recoil and go into the, into the backwoods, <laughs> you know, whereas they look from the back and watch everybody else do their thing. To the back of the pack, right. basically. And so, yeah. And then when you have time and you call them over, they're all about, oh, you noticed me. Oh, you noticed me. But, uh, but living in that kind of an order, actually just, they just rather be invisible, just be into the back. And th- so that's the way you got to look at it. Some dogs are well in a pack and some dogs aren't. And so that's why if you get that dog uh, that has the anxieties, okay, that's fine. And whether you've had it as a pup and you just thought, well, this is the way this dog is. I can't help him. My guess is is that you didn't take them to training because if you would have took them to training, you would have instilled uh, commands, um, you know, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, not courage. What Disi- is it? Discipline. Not di- well, discipline too, but um, nah, I totally went. Confidence? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> For lip, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> because it's all based on confidence, confidence in humans. That's right. our. That's who we are. If we don't have the confidence, we're not going to accomplish much. You know, we will be in the you know in the back. Mm-hmm. Okay, and same with the dogs. We have to help build them and work together as a team. Not me, master you, dog. That's why when people use treats, it drives me up a tree because a dog is working for the treat. If you didn't have that treat, you wouldn't have that dog. Right, and so that's what I was going to ask you because I've been to plenty of training classes where it's treat, 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 yep. treat, treat, yep. and yet it, is that really instilling confidence in that no. dog? He's working for that tree. He's not working for you, mm-hmm. you know? And so, because if you can get a dog to do like right here, if I just say the word sit and he sits, okay, he has the confidence. He knows what a sit is. There's no bribery, in, you know what I mean? Right. You had taught what the word sit is. All right. But the thing is, is that if you use that treat, that the dogs become, what do you want to call it? They're working for the treat, not you. They're waiting for the reward instead of the tickle in the chest. They're waiting for the reward. Like if you got that treat, because they can smell it on you. They know you got it. You brought them, brought them up on that. When, when I say do these words, I can smell what I'm going to get. Okay, but if you don't have, you don't treat train and you just use your, you know, your verbal praise and your comment, your uh, physical praise, there is nothing to smell. They're not, mm-hmm. they're actually working for you. Whereas, okay, if I asked you for a sit, you didn't sit, I placed you in the sit. This is a sit. All right, so they're pretty, and that's why hand signals are so important. And because when a dog can see it and hear it, okay, they, Two and two go together a lot faster than mm-hmm. just the verbiage. Because really, do- dogs are from Mars and we're from Venus. You know, I mean, it's amazing how we can get dogs to even look to us or want to want to do anything for us. Right. It really is amazing. And their capabilities are huge, huge. But the whole thing is, is that most people that have the dogs that have lacked the confidence, nobody took the time through training. They thought they could hug them, kiss them, and love them, that everything will be all better. Or, or I'll give you a pill so you don't look as nervous to, you know, as you right. seem, you know. 
And it's kind of like, no, building confidence by working together. All it is is like five minutes here, 10 minutes there. It's not like I have to work my dog, I know, a half hour, four times a day. No, that's not right. it. It's kind of like you think, you know, oh my gosh, you know, when I get home from work, then I have to go to the gym and then I have to spend an hour and a half training the dog. Yeah, not like that. I know it. No, it's not. And so, and then, well, hmm. well, here, well, I know. <laughs> What's the score? The score? It's, we're still uh, 10 up. Or okay. they, no, they just got a kick. Oh, okay. Sorry, I have it up, but it's in a commercial okay. right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, the last one, now this is the last, until next Halloween, this is the last go, Halloween joke, okay? What is a ghost's favorite position playing soccer? Favorite position, favorite position playing soccer. We're going to wind her down here, but what is a ghost's favorite position playing soccer? Uh, goalie? <laughs> I don't yes. know soccer. Goalie. Goalie. Yep. Goalie. There it is. The, the ghoul keeper. The ghoul keeper. Oh, the ghoul yeah. keeper. Yes. Yes. But a boom. That's it. So next <laughs> Halloween jokes, folks. Uh, we're moving on to Thanksgiving jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Now we're going to start doing more trivia and stuff like that. Okay. And so what we've been basically, what, before we get to the calls that just came in, is, is it's, you don't, it's just like people, you can't supplement your way into a good diet or good health. It's got mm-hmm. the diet has to be a part of it, okay. Instead right. of just giving me a pill to make me better, okay. There's a lot of remedies and and oils. A lot of time oils will work. Uh, Amy DeLong, Amy Williams DeLong. Dot com. She's like the guru in essential oils that, you know, sometimes the oils will help right. calm things down so the dog can just breathe and reconnect. Well, well, and that's a good point. You know, can you can you help an anxious dog while continuing to feed them dry food, a.k.a. sugar? Right. Yep. That's only going to get you so far. Right. So. Yeah. What does sugar yeah. do to kids? Too much sugar? Sends them off the chandelier. And there yeah. are been many dogs that have had anxiety that they got them off the dry did freeze dried, dry, uh, uh, cooked raw, and got mm-hmm. that sugar out of their diet, and because carbs, and helps, you know, yeah, the, helps your brain feel better. You bet, because you know, uh, all your dry food is at least fifty percent carbs. What do carbs turn into? Sugar. Mm-hmm. What sugar do? Can send them off the roof. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, yeah, there is CBD oil. There's uh, 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 essential oils. Uh, there is, but I would rather try the 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 oils and such like that, along with training, you know, good training program, mm-hmm. and a program that's, uh, you know, that people think they're they're so regimented. That's not it. Teach what a new trick every week. You know, don't get those stupid plastic puzzles. Dogs mm-hmm. figure that out in two, three days, and it's like, you got something else? You want to intrigue their brain. Make them want to give it a try. Look to you for direction. But the last thing I would try to do, do is put a dog or a cat on, on a Right. A human drug to make them slow down. Right. And then the flip side is in order for your dog to look to you for direction, you have to be the leader yeah. your dog needs you to be or whatever that right. cliche is. Right. But most people don't want it to take true. the time. What they want to do is oh, just come here, fight, be still. Well, I think also like people don't know how. Yeah. You know, and so that's where you need a good trainer. trainer. Katie's Canine and Hugo is a really nice place to go. Exactly. I don't use treats. You are the treat. Your verbal praise and physical praise. Right. And I get people that say, how can you train a dog without treats? I said, well, I'll just stop out. I'll be happy to show you. Exactly. So. Good. Okay, let's try to get these calls in. Who's up? Uh, first up, we have Sarah, who's been dealing with a chronic tick-borne illness in her dog. Okay, hey, Sarah. We're uh, kind of writing down for time, so be quick. Okay, what kind of dog? So I have Martin, the German wire hair pointer that was in um, your training in um, April. Okay. 
and he was having some issues, and you said, um, yeah, maybe you want to check out Stacy, the chiropractor. She had suggested having him tested before I go in, which he did test positive um, for ehrlichiosis. We did a 30-day doxy trial for him, and he got better. Okay. He, made, he maintained that for about four to six weeks. Um, at that point, he started with the um, looking like he was in pain, dropping weight, I was not able to keep weight on him, significant amounts of weight. Went back to the vet, put him on another 30 days of Doxy, and that lasted about, and that was in August, that lasted about three to four weeks. And he's presenting again with pretty intense pain across the shoulder, um, losing weight again. Uh, we are on a three pill a day dose of Doxy. Um, one of the things that was suggested was having a joint tap to see if um, there's something more going on along the lines of, like, arthritis. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on, and I kind of wonder if he hasn't had this tick illness for a while. He's a rescue. We've had him for just over two years, and yep. he's sick. Yep. Well, he, he, may, he may have. Car. He may have, but it's it's then it's worth then then go to the specialist and have him evaluated by an internal medicine specialist, whether it's at the university, Blue Pearl, AERC, or something like that. Because you know, re- repeating the antibiotics and giving let's give it three times a day instead of twice a day, now you're hitting the realm of the ridiculous, right? If it didn't work the first two times, it's not going to work this time either as a long term solution. Doxycycline has a strong anti inflammatory side effect. So a lot of things get better with doxycycline, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're killing the right bacteria or whatever. So, yes, I would say go to the next step, go to the specialist, figure out what exactly is going on. So you think like University of Minnesota, or do you think I should do the joint tap? That's who would do it. That That's something that you have done with the specialist. Okay, yeah, he'll do it at the office. The vet will do it at his office. If you want to do that, that is certainly up to you. At some point, you know, it's worth it for the vet in private practice to say, you know what, what I'm doing is not working. Off you go to the specialist at the referral center. Yeah. But that that's between you and your vet. You decide who's going to do what. But it sounds like whatever you're doing is not working. From my perspective, obviously, there's a lot of other things that I would recommend. But it sounds like you need to get more information first. Okay. Okay? All right. Okay, good luck, kiddo. Good luck. Keep you posted. All right. Oh, well, we ran out. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, Dr. Levy, thank you so much for calling, coming. Uh, we're always welcome to have you here. And how can they get a hold of you? Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. Okay. And you do consults too? You know, they don't necessarily have to come Email, in. Email, Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, in okay. person. You okay. name it. Yeah. So you're better than, better gal than me at email, Zoom. I mean, Zoom. I've got a lot of people like, well, can we, can we Zoom? I'm like, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> You'll figure it out. I can come over and show Someday. you. Someday. I'm getting better. I'm actually, you know, texting somewhat. So. Oh, my God. I know. And now, everybody, you keep your pets safe. You stay safe for Halloween. Pay attention, you know, to the, the little ones out there. And then also watch the dogs so they don't escape down the road. Uh, make sure you got their collars on with tags in case something or, you know, write it on the collar. So anyway, uh, if you had got any other questions, just give me a call at Katie's Canines. Go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my show page. Catch all the podcasts. Ellie, once again, you're awesome. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Okay.